Hello soul seekers. So this week's podcast is about are you open enough to hear soul? And the reason I wanted to share this with you this week is because I had some interactions with clients and friends who are trying to understand what it takes to hear that part of you that is, you know, all knowing and it will never say anything bad about you, you know, because most of us are layered up with a conditioned mind which sometimes stems from family stuff sometimes it's just experiences that have happened in your world but generally it creates this version of us which is not so becoming it tells us negative things about ourselves it's focused on the fear that we have or the self-limiting beliefs that we have the things that other people have said about us instead of being a voice that actually carries us through our journey and helps us to elevate and really mold ourselves and become The person that has all this potential inside, basically helping you to manifest that potential and become a fuller, higher version of yourself. And so the reason that I wanted to share about openness is because openness is really the key to you becoming aware of yourself. If you are not open to the experience of learning about yourself, maybe because you're frightened of what you might find or maybe because you think it's a bit woo-woo and hippie and you don't really believe in it, whatever thoughts you're having around it, um, beliefs that you're having around it, will cause resistance to any message that soul is able to give you. Because soul speaks in a way that is not like ego, and it's not like your conditioning. Soul can speak in a way that's very subtle. It's a voice that we maybe you know, don't really hear very often because it's so squashed within us. So I want to explain some of the ways that soul will try and connect with you. So soul doesn't generally just appear as a voice in your head. Occasionally that happens. Um, You know, there are some people in the world who have just decided not to get on a plane because they hear a voice that says, you know, don't get on. There's something, you know, wrong with this plane and they've escaped an accident happening. But for most of us, that doesn't happen. For most of us, it's very subtle. It's perhaps a feeling in the body and the body, you know, signals something is happening. Now, this can also be like your inner child trying to connect with you. So what we have to do is, is try and really understand the level that soul works and the level that our inner child is working. And this is why I always recommend that we do inner child work first Because what we want to do is to allay the fears that are inside of you, allay the inner child's, you know, screaming for your attention um, or simply pulling your jacket for your attention. And we want to allay ego's, you know, desire to protect those inner wounds. And so we work there, first of all, so that there is enough space for you to cultivate this connection with your soul. Because as I said, you know, soul works subtly at first, somewhat because we have squashed it and somewhat because we haven't learned how to tap in to our guidance, our intuition and recognize we have a soul and a soul voice. So first off, we must absolutely do the clearing. So I would highly recommend if you haven't already to do some inner child work. If you haven't done that before and you don't really know what that is, then get in touch with me and I can send you an inner child meditation. I do this with all my clients, but I will happily send any of you the inner child meditation so that you can try it. Um, I usually like to work with a person first so they really understand part of what their inner child is saying, but you will still get benefit from this. 
it will help you to connect on a level where your inner child feels safe to communicate with you. And for those of you who are not understanding what I mean about an inner child, your inner child is really the wounds that you have gathered from, you know, a very young age, anything that was dismissed about you or maybe even abuse, but it doesn't have to be anything as big as abuse. It can be abandonment, you know, as in you're never being met emotionally by your caregivers, your parents or siblings or whatever. And so it can start there and then we end up manifesting these things that are similar to those experiences in our adult life. So we really want to clear that stuff. So that would be my first port of call. So message me if you would like that meditation. And then the next thing is really starting to learn and understand what is it that's playing out in my body? Who is it that's trying to connect with me? Am am I in fear? And asking yourself some better questions. So really connecting with yourself on a level where um, you can feel the stuff you're feeling, but you're not becoming the stuff you're feeling. You know, we all have a tendency to do this thing where we go, um, you know, I feel sad and depressed or we feel really angry and we become that emotion and we start taking it out on other people perhaps or we start berating ourselves because we shouldn't feel that way and we have all these thoughts and limiting beliefs that go on with it. But that means that we've actually become the emotion rather than being reflective and coming from a higher place where we see the emotion and we ask which part of us is trying to give us some messages, you know, is trying to get our attention. And so what we want to do is really start to connect with our body. And instead of running away from pain and fear, is to actually just step through it. Because there's a part of you, inside of you, that is looking for you to parent it. I'm hugely about the inner child and the inner parent and the ego somewhere in the middle. So we we have to understand that these parts of us are playing out and our fear is going to block our connection. Now, unfortunately, fear and, um, you know, intuition reside in the same place. It kind of gets stuck in our, you know, in our tummies. And so this is why the inner child work is so imperative and allaying the ego so that the ego doesn't feel like you're going to go and hurt yourself again. You're going to re-wound yourself and start kicking off. And so when we get to this place where we don't have that fear blocking our intuition, now we can really start to get messages from soul. Now, I mentioned openness. Now, all of that can only happen when you remain open. If you remain in that place where you're listening to your self-limiting beliefs and you're arguing with yourself or you're arguing with other people about what it means to connect with yourself or, you know, or you're the beliefs in your head and debating and sometimes that can be healthy but many many times we're actually just debating with ourselves inside these parts of us are all having a conversation and all having an argument and so we end up feeling very disconnected and not knowing what to do soul feels very different soul is a place where you will get an intuitive knowing And even if it doesn't make sense to your head, and very often it makes no sense to the mind at all, the mind can't comprehend what the feeling is, the feeling is still bigger than the mind's pattern of, you know, analysing everything to death. And so that's when you start to really understand that you have a soul connection, because 
uh, for myself, I'll talk a little bit about my story. For me, I always had this kind of intuitive knowing, but I never knew if it was a bad or a good thing. And I would panic about it because I didn't want it to be a bad thing, which is obviously just based in my perception of what was good and bad. Because now I know that soul puts all these things in place to clear the path for you to become your higher self and connected to that soul voice and also to clear, you know, any fears or any self-limiting beliefs that you have. And so at first that was my experience, but that changed, you know, over years. It did take quite a long time because I didn't have anyone doing soul coaching. I didn't know anyone who did this. So I just was going along my own journey by myself, knowing that I was a sensitive person and knowing that I could intuit a little bit, but I didn't really know what it meant. And then years later, the feeling had words with it but it wasn't very many words it was just a tiny little bit like a sentence or one word and so I learned that actually there was a little message there and started calling this the messages that I would get and now it has grown to a level where I get a visual with with perhaps words and um, well yeah sometimes there's lots of words and uh, and the feeling so I'm coming more into balance with that and having a stronger connection to my soul on that level which means I can now do the work that I'm meant to do which is to help you to connect with your soul and you may never get to the place where I'm at that might not be your journey but there will be other skills that are hidden in you you know as I'm always talking about your inner child contains a lot of that and your soul knows a lot of that and so it wants to help you to heal so that it can bring you forward So openness can only really happen when you've done your clearing. Openness is very difficult if you have a very strong mind in particular or you are very filled with fear and trepidation. You know, anyone stepping into a session with me, if you come to me with fear, we will still get some nuggets of information, but it's harder And anyone who comes to me who has a very rigid, solid mind, it's super difficult from that place because we are literally in an ego battle in a sense uh, where soul is trying to connect with you and ego is trying to deflect it. You know, if you imagine, um, you know, a little guy with like a shield basically trying to stop soul penetrating you with its light, it's kind of like that. And so some sessions like that with clients who are very dominant in their thinking and beliefs are almost fruitless in a sense because they're just simply not ready. So you have to get yourself into a place where you're open to hearing soul's guidance. Otherwise, your head and your fear will just eliminate the messages from soul through the body and the guidance that soul will give you, you know, through the body and then through your mind because your mind is like a receptor. It's the thing that will translate soul And so your mind has to be clear from the fear and the thoughts. Otherwise, the translation will be kind of like my fear over something bad happening. Right. But I also wanted to share with you that openness itself isn't enough. And the reason for that is the next level of searching for soul and really connecting with it is willingness. You have to be willing to then take soul's guidance. It's not enough to be open. It's kind of like law of attraction. It's not enough to just sit and visualize and then all of a sudden the thing that you want suddenly appears on your lap. 
I've written a blog about that if you haven't read it <laughs> then you go search it out on blogger your soul revealed just search for that uh, but it's kind of similar it is you know a place where you can be open but you can't then just sit there and not meet soul in action you have to take some action and so you have to be willing to step forward and to really start to collaborate with soul and sometimes you know the reason I'm mentioning this is because sometimes soul is going to ask you to do something that your will doesn't want to do, right? Or that your fear says that you can't do. You know, you're still going to have reflections of that. You're not going to get to a place. I don't think anyone gets to a place where they have absolutely no fear and absolutely no doubts because we're human and we're supposed to have that stuff. We're supposed to learn how to discern, right? And learn how to connect to our intuition and hear all of that juicy stuff. But sometimes we're going to be a bit trapped in our old patterns and sometimes inner, inner child is going to freak out if it's something we've never done before, you know. So it's kind of like you have to step forward and say, OK, I know my soul is trying to connect with me. So I know I need to clear and create some space to hear that. And now that I can hear that guidance, I know I need to step forward and do something about the guidance. It's not enough to say, I'm open, show me, show me. And then so shows you something like perhaps you're supposed to be writing, right? Or perhaps you're supposed to be singing or perhaps you're supposed to be, um, you know, stepping forward into a, a bigger position in the workplace, right? Or maybe you're a healer and you're actually just supposed to be doing your healing work. So many healers who hold themselves back from fear. So you might supposed to be doing your inner clearing because you're supposed to actually be a hands-on healer or maybe do something similar to me and without doing that you're never going to get there right so you maybe are a person who does your healing work you've done inner child work you've done shadow work you've done some shamanic stuff and you're still not basically willing you're not being willing to do what soul wants you're still trying to learn and learn and learn and learn. And there's a little voice in your head that says you're still not there. And so you don't step forward and you don't meet soul with willingness. You're just remaining in openness, which leaves you kind of stuck. Right. So I have this thing about really want to share with you that first off, you must be open to doing your healing, to feeling your pain and stepping through it. There's no way to go around it, right? To facing the negative thoughts face on, right? To face your wounds head on without turning away. You have to be willing to do that. The only way is to go through. And then once you're through, because you've met soul with openness, then you have to step into the next level, which is willingness you know so give me guidance so that I may step forward into this highest purpose you know that's the kind of statement that you want to make and when you get the guidance by someone synchronistically messaging you or meeting you you know but might bump into someone who offers you you know the thing that you desire um, you know the or basically the thing that is going to take you forward in life instead of saying oh, I'm not ready yet you have to be willing to understand that soul knows more than you. Soul always sees further than you. Soul can see all the multitude of universal ways that it can get you to this goal. And it will keep trying, you know, to get you to listen. It's always waving white flags. And there's a ton of red flags that it waves to try and get you to not take 
the hardest path, right? Sometimes we want to have lessons, but we tend to get caught up in ego and free will. And that kind of takes over. So the willingness to meet soul is a priority. So write down somewhere for me, remain open and remain willing and soul will guide me to my destination because that is soul's you know, gift to you. It's not trying to control you. It's basically trying to bring you towards your higher self and your highest potential. All right, love. So I'm going to go off and enjoy the sun today. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next week. So remember that in order to shine, you must align. Okay, and I shall see you next time.